Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett alongside the hottest free agent in all of the sports world right now. He is the chosen one, Brendan Coleman. hey And let's just get right into it. Our top story this week is the Browns are making moves. Can you believe it? I imagine that Cleveland has just been collectively on the edge of their seats for days now, just waiting to see what will happen and then just exploding every time something (laughs) does. Because any move is a big move. I've been excited for them. (laughs) I've been loving watching it. Yeah. What happened first? It kicked off with a big trade for Jarvis Landry. Yeah, did, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Me neither. It's I heard some field. rumors and I immediately discarded them. <laughs> like that doesn't sound like something the Browns would do. No. But the Browns have been pretty savvy with trades in the last couple of years, right? I mean, last year they made the big Brock Osweiler deal that was initially laughed at because it seemed very Brownsy to go after a quarterback that just stunk it up for a year. <laughs> yeah. But they they made some picks out of it. Yeah. Right? Lots of them. That's going to come to fruition this year. And in the meantime, they've got more than enough cap room to work with, if you want to talk about salaries. Sure. And, I mean, Brock had a massive contract. They took that on and still had the most money. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't that bad of a move. Right, exactly. Now they got Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Jarvis Landry to pair with Josh Gordon. That changes the dynamic right there. But who's going to throw them the ball? That was the question that I was asking... For about two hours until they answered that question. (laughs) (laughs) They answered quickly. They got Tyrod Taylor. And I'm a big fan of Ty God. Me too. I was was hoping he would land a little different place, but... uh, You know what? With this new look Cleveland Browns, maybe (laughs) it's just the right spot. They've also got the first and fourth overall picks, so... Transformations in process. Exactly. What does this mean? You know what? It means Cleveland is the hottest new team in the NFL. Wow. (laughs) I can't believe we're sitting on there saying it. I mean, Cleveland has been jobbing for what seems like eternity at this point. (laughs) Yes. I started to wonder if they were ever going to get their due or if they were just going to be relegated to that status. When you win four times in three years... You begin to wonder. You start to ask questions. <laughs> I want to know what Jarvis and uh, Ty God felt like for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, get in the call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My prediction is that with Jarvis Landry, with Josh Gordon, with Ty God, you got to believe that they're looking at Barkley with one of those picks. Yep. To me, I look at that offense and bold prediction time. Uh-huh. I think they win a game next season. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to take it a step further. They've won four games in the last three years. They're going to win four games next year. In a season? In a season. That would be an unprecedented turnaround for this team. <laughs> 400% increase in wins. you got to believe that Hugh Jackson would see a huge contract extension at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's already getting one anyway. But when it when it comes time, you know, for the season to begin, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with the Browns now. This is how free agency started. Yeah. Was all these moves. Mm-hmm. Was the Browns. Yeah. They clearly wanted to put some kind of emphasis on the Browns for one reason or another. Yeah. They were sending a message. That message is they're going to be mediocre from now on. <laughs> they're not going to be the lowest punching bag. No. Yeah, I mean, I think they've put in their time, and they're going to be a, 
a mid-level team going forward. Maybe not immediately, but I would be very surprised if we see them on the bottom for years. Now. Who takes their spot now? Um, or is it even necessary to have that bad of a team? <laughs> <laughs> you would think it really isn't necessary, but we know the way they work. <laughs> right. I've got my eye on Chicago, I think. Yeah, no, that, that makes some <laughs> sense. <laughs> not a lot of star power there. No, and they haven't done anything eye-opening yet. They added Allen Robinson. They added Allen Robinson. That's right. And Cody Parkey. Oh, <laughs> huge. They were eyeing him for days. <laughs> so the kicking game's going to be on point. The Browns are not the only store in free agency. The Browns are making the biggest moves, but we've also seen uh, the quarterback musical chairs begin and continue, and we finally have some landing spots. Yeah, almost all of them. Actually, a lot of them, at quickly. least. Yeah, I mean, dominoes are falling. I'll tell you, I spent all of Monday just staring at my phone, expecting something yep. to happen. Nothing Sitting happened. at my computer, just yep. F5, yep. F5, F5, refresh, something happened. Finally, I'm heading to bed. Case Keenum to the Broncos. Whew. I expected Cousins to be the first one, and then everyone else would fight over the kind scraps. Kind of follow suit, yeah. Broncos just went for the scraps right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> they knew, you know, we're out of the Cousins lottery. Yep. <laughs> we'll settle for and third best. S- settle they did. <laughs> third or, best. Well, Breeze technically is there. So yeah, you're right. okay. You're right. <laughs> Breeze has already re-signed. Did not believe he was going anywhere. Not even sure why they even made that into a storyline. Just to get... The internet fans riled up, maybe. Oh, yeah. They troll sometimes. Yeah, sure. The The big news today was, of course, Cousins and his uh, record-setting contract. Oh, yeah. Going to Minnesota. Fully guaranteed. Yep. They built Minnesota as this major contender. They've been building Cousins as the next Tom Brady, it seems like, the last <laughs> I, couple months. And I feel like we have been on our show <laughs> sure. also. Now they're matched up. I'm going to say right now they're probably the favorites. I think they are mm. now, right? I mean, they lost in the uh, NFC Championship game to the eventual Super Bowl winners. Yep. Looking great all the way there. Maybe not amazing in that particular game. And looking back now, maybe that was to sell the, we need another quarterback. Kirk Cousins comes in, especially when you're building Kirk Cousins up to be the next Tom Brady. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think... Uh, one side effect about this is we might see a, a stunt in the growth of Goff. You know, we had talked a lot about Goff versus Wentz. Yeah. We're going to be talking a lot about Cousins versus Wentz now. I yeah, I think so. Well, Wentz might not even be healthy enough to play at the beginning of the season. So I'm really wondering. Well, that's okay. They have Super Bowl MVP right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. But I'm wondering what the what the idea is going forward with the Eagles after, you know, putting the Lombardi on them. I think uh, Wentz will have a triumphant comeback and they'll stay right where they're at. Yeah. and Just, then, just a step below. And actually. then we'll see where Goff goes. Because, I mean, by all indication, as far as I know, LA is still a market that they're looking to heavily push for the next few years, right? They've got the stadium underway. They just moved the two teams there. Maybe they're uh, looking to push the other LA team instead. Really? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they've weakened their division right up. That's true. That's a good point. And sometimes, yeah, looking around at the teams that they're competing against is an indication on yeah who the, they're thinking about pushing. The Rams are gonna have to deal with the 49ers who they're building up. Yeah, Chargers 
got really no one in their way right <laughs> yeah, it's now. true they tore down the raiders yeah. <laughs> hey wait they brought in john gruden that's a rebuilding story <laughs> give it a couple of years and you know what? i think uh you owe mr sam bradford an apology <laughs> i guess i do <laughs> sorry sam i think you made the right decision he's he's going where a lot of old people go to retire <laughs> arizona he's not old but he's feels old he feels a lot older than he is yeah He'll be nice and warm there. How many games do you give his knees in Arizona? A good 10. 10 games? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's respectable. Yeah. And then I think they're going to take a quarterback in the draft. Is that what they said they were going to do? Yeah, that's... They're that's not going to be falling back to Drew Stanton anymore? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll uh, bring in old uh, Brock Osweiler. Uh, sure. college ball around there. Oh, yeah. Sure. sure. I do hear that the Broncos are probably trying to unload... Up to all of their quarterbacks. (laughs) They've got the one they want now. Okay, let's talk about Denver for a second then. (laughs) They get Case Keenum. Uh I assume he's not wearing number seven in Denver. (laughs) Don't think that's allowed. How long until they unretire the jersey and Elway gets sick of the quarterback situation and just throws number seven back on himself and takes the field? Uh, It'll probably be about October and that'll happen. Okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> he he did say a few weeks ago that it was really hard for him to watch this year. He's never wanted to play so bad. So I smell a comeback. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he's got to be in the best shape of his life. Yeah, him and Favre both. They're in great shape. Ready for a comeback at any moment. <laughs> Favre obviously is going to have XFL duties coming up, but Elway's yeah. kind of entrenched in the NFL right now, so he might as well play for his own team. Yeah, and you know, he gets to make the personnel decisions. So. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, when you make all the decisions, you can easily play yourself. That's why I was really hoping that that Kaepernick takes over the Panthers uh, storyline came to fruition. There was news with that today. I mean, it's kind of the same story repeated, but Steph Curry and Diddy working on a bid together. Looking at it. Kaepernick might become the quarterback there if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but then we have to do this all next year with the Cam Newton sweepstakes. Yeah. Well, you know what? Denver's probably going to need a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Does he fit in there? Yeah. I'll okay. take him. Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I, him and Vaughn both have very weird... That's uh, true. Fashion. Their styles will <laughs> both clash but complement. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you look for at the end of the day when you're looking at pairing teammates. Yes. Some teams probably do look at that. It's all about marketability. Certainly. Oh, yeah. I mean, marketability plays a huge thing, and that's what makes Cam Newton a good quarterback, in my opinion, is not only does he play pretty good football, but he's got that personality. You know, He's got yeah. that character that takes him up to the next level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is Kirk Cousins going to be that guy in Minnesota? Is Keenum going to be that guy in Denver? Bradford in Arizona? I don't know. Not a lot of personality in those names you just rattled off. There's but. not. They actually all kind of look the same, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting together the graphic for this week, and I was like, I honestly can't tell the difference. <laughs> well, that's good for Vikings fans. They don't even know they made a change. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can just slot any guy in there. and Just uh, on my way over here, I saw Teddy Bridgewater officially or unofficially agreed to go to the Jets. We'll make that official probably T- tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to do it for all three of the Vikings quarterbacks then. Yeah. They're off the market. And they get a new guy. What a complete almost i feel like an unprecedented turnaround they go from three quarterbacks making the nfc championship game to selling all of them 
and replacing him with the uh, yeah with the the big free agent signing kind of seems unnecessary given the position they were already in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see what they're planning all that. three of their quarterbacks were in demand and were immediately scooped up by teams which seems to suggest that they're okay yeah yeah one of them was gone before they replaced him so. <laughs> yeah. and i imagine that the nfl is not just going to abandon case keenum i have a theory on that okay He's going to be used here as a launch pad for their rookie they're going to draft. Hmm. Like, you know, he's this big name, but he can't beat out this rookie. That makes the rookie look real good. Uh, Okay, yeah. Because he just had a great season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if the rookie outperforms him. Exactly. I could buy that. That makes all the Minnesota storyline make sense so far. So i'd say stay tuned for that happening in denver if you're a denver fan josh rosen is that who you're all in on (laughs) that's that's what i'm hearing so let's talk about for a second since we were just talking about you know what keenum is going to do in denver free agency you know uh, from a casual perspective is fun to watch because it's all these players moving around and people getting excited right but let's talk for a second about you know, from the league's perspective, what they're trying to accomplish when they're moving players around. Sure. Yeah. Because they didn't need to do any of this, but they do this every year to keep things interesting. Yeah, I mean, they already picked the winners. They don't need to make any changes, but they choose to. And it's not just for your entertainment. There are reasons. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I think building a new fan base, if you bring in, like, let's say, Case Keenum, he might have a lot of fans. Sure. Just people who really like Case Keenum, they followed him throughout his career. Those people might be Broncos fans now for the next two years, you know? Right, they right. can expand that market. In the same case of Keenum, like you were saying, they might use him in another storyline to build somebody else up or something. Right. And then like we talked about with the Browns, just to kind of pick the team up off the mat, they make these changes. It might not be believable that the same group of guys miraculously turns it around after going 0 and 16 right absolutely to bring in some people once who... you've already sold their <laughs> an 0 and 16 team if yeah. they don't make pretty massive changes how can we ever believe that they won't just go 0 and 16 again exactly and that at the same time can be huge for guys like tyrod and jarvis who are now saviors you know they look even better right in the minds of the fans yeah. in the minds of the team in yeah. the minds of everyone Huge career boost for them if that's the direction that they choose to go. And even if it's only a mediocre boost in team-wise, it's still going to make all those guys individually look great because they just won, you know, 400% more games than the brands have won in the last four years. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for Tyrod in particular, he's probably not going to be there that long, so he's going to move along to another team probably Right, exactly. And, and he'll have the reputation following him. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, maybe he's going to do the same thing for that team. Exactly. Right? Just like yeah. he did in Cleveland. Yeah. So free agency can really help reinvigorate a franchise and in addition to just sort of circulate interest and keep, you know, teams and names and players in the news. Absolutely. Yeah. And keep fans on the edge of their seats. <laughs> yep. Keep something happening. I mean, we were glued to our screens waiting for the next move to be made. It's a fun time, you know? I'm still glued to my The team-building aspect of sports is one of the most popular aspects, I'd say, you know? That's what I like to do in video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people play games just to reorganize rosters. And you know what? The Browns have been following my blueprint perfectly. <laughs> I've been rebuilding them for years. Did you go 0-16 with them first? Uh, maybe not that bad, but it was it was rough. 
But you climbed out, and so will the real Braille. Exactly. What a Cinderella story. You're welcome, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change gears now from the NFL to the XFL. In a little segment we like to call Book the XFL. <laughs> I thought we had yeah, agreed. I, I apologize. <laughs> no more sound effects. <laughs> Every week, we're booking the XFL up to April 25th, our XFL draft. And so every week, we're adding new teams, and we're adding new players to the draft pool. So this week, we got a new team, and we've got some new players, presumably. Is that true? That's absolutely true. All right. Let's start with our new team. All right. This is team number three. That's right. Week one, we added the Texas Rattlesnakes playing out of Austin. And last week, the Orlando Nexus joined the XFL. Let me ask you a history question. Okay. Do you know who won the inaugural XFL million dollar game? Of course I do. That would be the Los Angeles Extreme, quarterbacked by Tommy Maddox. He has an X in his name. Yeah, that's oh, why he won. Dang it, I just got it. <laughs> Well, we're bringing the extreme back. Yes. Yes. I mean, how can you not bring back the winningest franchise in XFL history in the LA extreme? Well, hang on. Oh, oh, okay. Not LA. Not relocated. Oh, we're relocating the extreme. You see, LA stole a team from San Diego. It's only fair if San Diego fires right back. Stealing a team. We've got the championship winning San Diego Extreme. Joining the XFL. Huge news. It's huge news. San Diego's getting a team back, and they're sticking it to LA. That's the only championship that LA has won in football in like 30 plus years. (laughs) Yeah. And now they just lost their team. Suck it, LA. (laughs) I hope Tommy Maddox isn't mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Maddox is okay. He's a franchise guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I imagine, you know, he'll have some kind of involvement in the team still. I would hope so. I would hope so, too. Maybe he'll be a coach. He could be a coach. He might be the LA Extreme coach. He seems like the coach type. Sorry, the San Diego Extreme. Yeah, come on. You got to get over that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take me a little bit. I was calling him the San Diego Chargers last season. I called him the San Diego Chargers last week. So it's okay. <laughs> it takes a little bit. It does. All right, let's go to the player pool. So we, we've we got an ever-growing pool of players for all positions. We're going to be drafting for all eight teams. We still need a couple more GMs. So if you're interested in GMing the San Diego Extreme, tweet us at Uncovering Sport or Facebook us at Uncovering Sports and let us know that you want to get into the hot seat and draft for an XFL team. Who are some of the players that we are going to be able to choose from. Well, every week we kick it off with a quarterback. Makes sense. Try to get really notable names in there. And I've got a name here who will forever be remembered in the NFL. Okay. Uh, An NFL legend? An NFL legend. (laughs) Okay. Do you want him on your team? I mean, why would I not take an NFL legend? This is the man most famous... For the butt fumble. Oh, God damn it. Mark <laughs> Sanchez. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> Especially the NFL legend part. <laughs> no, that part's true, I think. <laughs> Mark he also, Sanchez. He also flinched really bad during a wildcat play. And that was one holding. of the funniest plays I've ever seen. Like, 
Every sport needs a little comedic relief. Sure. <laughs> He's him. a great comedy character. Yeah. Always has been, continues to be. That's his role here, too. Yeah, I like it. We need more comedy characters in the XFL. And Mark Chan says fits that bill better than just about anyone, <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> He's a legend. Only question now is, I know I just said Tommy Maddox could come coach in the XFL. Is Rex Ryan going to be seen in the XFL? Because I know no one is a bigger believer of the Sanchez. <laughs> uh, I think we got to consider Rex. He has an X in his name. I... Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think he just got a job right there. <laughs> Signed. That's all it takes. Yep. Okay. Mark Sanchez going into the draft pool. Yep. Who else? Moving on. Running back. Exciting player. One of the best players of his time. Retired a little early. Uh, known vegan. That's... that's... I think I know about him. No. That's not very extreme. (laughs) It's not extreme at all. But Arian Foster. Arian Foster. Good fit. Was always a fun player to watch. He he bowed when he scored touchdowns. Yeah, very very respectful. respectful. Yeah. Gotta like that. (laughs) Yeah. As long as he doesn't do that during the national anthem, I think (laughs) he's okay. (laughs) I think bowing is out during the national anthem. Yep, I believe that was that was a no no. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he just on like uh, the Challenger something like that? Uh well. it hasn't aired yet, but oh, yes, okay. he will be. He, he's coming up to be on it. Okay. Yeah. I knew I read something about him somewhere. Speaking of the challenge, former host of the challenge and known dancer, Victor Cruz. Oh, yeah. Very popular guy in, in the NFL during his, his run with the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. He's got like a documentary made about him. and I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Showtime. Ah, okay. Check it out now. Uh, this is not a paid advertisement for Shetai. <laughs> <laughs> but if they want to pay us. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, give us a call. Tweet us at Uncovery Sport. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the defense. Not our most popular uh, side of the ball. <laughs> no. <laughs> not in the XFL, at least. Rules kind of stacked against them. No, you uh, thumbs down to Alden Smith last week. I did, and I think I made the right call there. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> well, here's a guy that you know better than I do. Okay. Uh, He's had trouble, but he's he's uh, re rebuilding himself right now. He's okay? reformed. He's reformed. Okay. He's got an MMA career going right now. Oh, great! <laughs> but he was like, <laughs> that doesn't mean he's a bad person. Greg Hardy. It doesn't mean he's a bad person, <laughs> but Greg Hardy is a bad person. <laughs> okay. You know, he could have a probably a sweet name on the back of his jersey, whether it was the <laughs> Kraken or I'm not a good person or something. He's he hate me 2.0. <laughs> Well, you know, it's hard to come up with defensive players, I've learned. <laughs> defensive players that still will be allowed to play football. Yeah. He's in the prime of his career, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, we will uh, do a background check on Greg Hardy, see if he's going to be a fit for the XFL. <laughs> My guess is I don't know. You know what, we might just go without defense. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with the new XFL. Greg Hardy would be a monster in the old XFL. He's perfect for he the old for XFL. Him. But the new XFL doesn't stand for extreme. What does it stand for again? X. Ah. It stands for X just sounds cool. Do we have any other players to the player pool? Sure. New position this week. Okay. Kicker. Whoa. I always forget kickers are in the XFL. Yeah. I believe in the XFL they're going to be kickers and punters. That's right. Who want to save yes. space. Right. Yeah. They're going to be foot specialists. <laughs> Well, one of the best foot specialists ever. Maybe the highest drafted foot specialist ever. Sebastian Janikowski. Ooh. He was just ousted in Oakland. I can't Are they believe... still Oakland? 
I think they're still Oakland. Are they still Oakland? Are they still Oakland right now? Are they they might still be Oakland. All right. Sebastian Janikowski. He could double as a defensive lineman if we struggle to find more. Sure, he's big. He, yeah, I mean, he might be asked to play multiple positions simply because it's a 40-man roster and you might not have room for a kicker to only be a kicker. Exactly. But that's a huge name for the XFL. It is, yeah. I'm trying to find the best names possible. I like it, and I think you did here. He fits. And just like you were saying with uh, how sometimes in free agency, a a team will get a player that might have a fan base, and those fans that follow that player become fans. Mm -hmm. Sebastian Janikowski is a great way to kickstart a team. He's got a start. See what I did Uh, there? I mean, that guy's got fans. He does, yeah. And that's why... If Vince would just pick up the phone, I could explain to him why some of these guys are worth it. Are worth it. You haven't you haven't gotten in touch with Vince yet? Uh, I talked to his assistant. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're making progress. We're making progress. Yeah. She kind of was laughing the whole time, but I mean, you're funny. Yeah. I listen to you every week. Exactly. So I get it. Yeah. I was I was definitely charming her. Yeah. And, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. And uh, Vince will call back. He will. Yeah. He's, He's a busy guy. He's never not called me back. <laughs> And that's the truth. Oh, I like it. We got the San Diego Extreme. We've got the Sanchez, Arian Foster, Victor Cruz. We're going to be salsa dancing all season long in the XFL. Well, that's our show for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We have a lot more XFL stuff to talk about next week. We got more players. Going to have a new team and uh, maybe another little surprise for our uh, XFL listeners out there. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime... It's going to be a busy week in free agency and a busy week in sports. So make sure you go to uncoveringsports.com and check out all the news of the week there. And we'll catch you here next week. Later, skaters. All up on. <laughs>